0: Hello. Uh, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning, and today my guest is Jano Cohen, who is an Alexander Technique teacher in Philadelphia. She also is a long-term student of the Yang style Tai Chi uh, with uh, Maggie Newman, who is a senior student, or is a st- senior student of Chang Man Ching, and she's been. Um, uh, involved with Tai Chi for a, a great many years, and we're going to talk today about how the Alexander technique uh, could be useful for people who are learning or teaching Tai Chi. Uh, Jana, welcome to the show.
1: Hello, Robert. Thank you for having me on.
0: Well, thank you for for taking the time to do this. Could you begin by giving our listeners a short uh, definition or description of the Alexander Technique?
1: The Alexander Technique was a method that an actor discovered helped him reduce the tension in his body and learn to use it in a way uh, that didn't hamper his ability to perform acting in his case or other tasks. So people use the te- learn the technique um, by learning a bit about anatomy and about being touched so that they do not uh shorten their spines anymore and learn how to move their joints the way they were designed to be to be used.
0: Mhm. So it's it's used by people in a wide variety of professions including a lot of performing arts but also people with uh ordinary jobs or or activities they do sports whatever and basically helps them do whatever they're doing. Um, more efficiently, with less chance of injury, that kind of thing, right? Exactly. Now, how how does that specifically apply to Tai Chi?
1: Well, Tai Chi is a martial art that is practiced upright on your feet, on your legs, mm-hmm. and while it's very relaxing, and it's got its own um, benefits to circulation and balance and relaxation. Um sometimes people have some trouble practicing it without pain in their knee joints or kind of learning to be able to do the movements well because people in their daily lives are stiff or they uh, have a lot of stress so that they tense things up or they use poor body mechanics when they're driving, sitting at a computer or playing sports. And so they, they come to Tai Chi with their bodies a bit twisted up and tight. So Alexander can help them undo these tension habits, uh, release their legs, line up their joints so that when they do Tai Chi, it's actually in better alignment and uh, in a state of being that, you know, will really work.
0: Yeah. And I wonder, uh, I've talked about this with people concerning yoga a lot course quite a different thing from tai chi but the uh, the tai chi uh, owes its or its origins are in uh, in the orient right in china i suppose mainly it's china yes and it it, the culture in which it um, originated maybe one could make an argument that people there had in some ways more efficient body mechanics than a lot of people in modern western cities do would you would you hold that, would you give that any credence that idea that it's taking of a, a, a movement method that grew out of grew up in a situation where people generally had better use of themselves and and so maybe for westerners a little remedial work on themselves would be useful is, do you see well, it in that way could, at all
1: i had never thought about that but the the background for tai chi is that the original the originators of tai chi were monks at one point mm-hmm. and so they lived a life of meditation and i don't know you know much about their body types or what was going on there mm-hmm. but i know I, I can just sort of extrapolate from our modern-day lifestyle where we're sitting at computers hunched over laptops, um, we're sitting at terrible desks all, all day when we're students as, and, you know, at a young age and we're not squatting anymore, you know, to lift things. Um, so we're kind of inactive. And I think that the martial arts really require that kind of uh, free flow of movement in your body that you don't get when you're sitting at a computer. So getting that back, getting any help back with that is, will take us back. Um, to either the a similar uh, way of moving that those monks did, or just as we might have as children.
0: Mm-hmm. I I um, have uh, an, another Alexander technique colleague who's also quite involved in Tai Chi, and wrote a, a paper about how the technique could help with Tai Chi. And he got a lot of flack about that from some people in his Tai Chi community. The feeling was that Tai Chi was a kind of its own system. And what is it that something like the Alexander Technique could bring to bear that wasn't already there? Could you address that at all?
1: Well, and- it, just because there the the principles are shared and the spec that you need to have a an elongating spine when you do tai chi and that you need joints that are free you want to uh, f- integrate your body so it's not twisting so your nose chest and navel are facing the same way that you're using natural breath this is the same you know as the alexander technique however the issue is just because you know what you're supposed to be doing doesn't mean you actually physically can do that because with the what alexander discovered was that Our habits are unconscious and that in order to change a habit, you have to first know what you're doing. And an Alexander technique teacher not only helps you figure out what you're doing, but can help you change it with touch, which Mm -hmm. you do not receive in a Tai Chi class. Mm -hmm. So if if you naturally buckle your knee inward when you're standing on it, Mm -hmm. on a a foot, and you need to have uh, your weight balanced between the inside and the outside of your foot, and your heel and the ball of your foot and and just because you know you can you may not even realize you're not doing that that you're you're have more weight on the ball of your foot on the inside or something and an alexander teacher can point this out to you and then with the touch and with the use of mirrors and touch and constant repetition you can re you can re uh, educate yourself to move your knee over your second toe with your weight going between those three points in your foot without effort
0: and do you, and taking that specific example do you think that's something that possibly uh, even a very good tai chi instructor might not see in quite that same way
1: i think it's very rare for tai chi teachers to get that uh, pointed in their observations with their students they see mm-hmm. the overall effect Uh, in most cases. I wouldn't say all Alexander technique teachers. My Tai Chi teacher, Maggie Newman, often will use her hands to help correct someone's alignment and and really does speak to some of these issues, but she's rather unusual. Mm -hmm. She was a modern dancer and had some other background and but i think most in most tai chi classes i see a lot of imitation going on mm-hmm, where you just mm-hmm. follow the instructor you right. don't know if you're doing it well or not and somebody's not necessarily correcting you
0: right right and, and actually uh, in my own personal experience i've never studied tai chi but i did study i have studied qigong and the method of learning it for in in my case was exactly as you say simply uh, imitating the instructor, the instructor spoke very little English, and he would occasionally make very minor suggestions. But he himself had pretty—he he was very good at what he was doing, and I found I could learn a lot by just following along. But I'm not sure that I would have been able to address the kind of specific issues you just talked about that way. Yeah. that's that might be the difference, and I guess also we should say that Alexander teachers are very good at observing people and seeing uh seeing patterns of of posture and movement that most people probably wouldn't notice they might notice the result of it. Say somebody walks very stiffly, they could, most people could see that. But okay. an Alexander teacher, very likely, and certainly if they worked with that person for any length of time, could, could, very, could pick up the, the specific causes of that exactly. and address them. And I guess that, I guess, just I'm thinking off the top of my head now, but that's probably not something that most high- chi teachers could do
1: no in fact most tai chi teachers are not really taught to teach per se Mm -hmm. you know you learn the movement and then you're able to teach the movement but you're not really teaching people to solve uh physical problems in themselves that's not part of the pedagogy Mm -hmm. Um, and there's there's something specific too i wanted to address which is that A lot of times, and this is even with very highly skilled Tai Chi practitioners, there's a confusion with releasing down into the ground and collapsing the spine, uh, which is not really what it's supposed to to be. Mm -hmm. Um, But there is, you know, and so sometimes even in the modeling that you'll Mm -hmm. see someone kind of softening downward, they're kind of seem kind of rounded. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Westerners will, uh, imitate that and then they run into trouble. Now, sometimes people can do that and it's really not injurious. You know what I mean? Sometimes mm-hmm. people are relaxed and they slump and it's mm-hmm. okay. It doesn't bother them. Mm-hmm. But in other people, when they do that, then they run into back pain and knee pain and all kinds of problems. So it's luckily for me, because I, you know, uh, I was a dancer and injured myself. So, so anything that I did wrong ended up in pain in my joints, but my teacher Uh, studied, you know, with Cheng Min-Ching, and he in particular worked with a very erect posture and a very fluid movement in all of his joints without any force. So he was the perfect example to model afterwards, Mm -hmm. but he was not the kind of instructor who could teach you how to do that because he had no English, and he would just teach you by demonstrating something, but not going to you and helping you with your own movement. So he was actually a perfect example of that. Um, but it's, it's even worse when there's the teacher is, you know, got a more sl- uh, slumped down posture and their pelvis is tucked under and so forth. And that can lead to, to real problems in the long run.
0: I, I mean, I, I guess it's a bit analogous to learning, uh, let's say, uh, learning a musical instrument from a a teacher who is a really good player of that instrument, Um, you can learn a lot by, I mean, the teacher can teach you certain things and you could probably learn a lot, you will learn a lot by imitating their patterns of movement. But that teacher um, may not be a very good teacher of overall coordination. It's kind of a bit much to expect a a violinist to also be a good teacher of coordination and balance. Exactly. Exactly. And maybe that's um a, that that analogy would hold true for for tai chi as well. That I some, would. someone be a spectacularly good practitioner of tai chi but not necessarily the best person to help a student overcome a specific issue that's getting in their way. Right. Yeah, that's it. And, and I just want to get back uh, just for a second before we come to an end to this um, question of the culture in which it originates. Uh, as you, you said uh, earlier, that it, it 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 was monks who originally started doing tai chi, right? Yes, and got the first form of it. The, yes. the first forms and. Um, Possibly, of course, we don't really know because we're going back into the sands of history here, but it's quite possible that um, they themselves were pretty self-aware and um, in a way that most people aren't. That's a good point. And I would say Alexander teachers, we're not monks, that's for sure, but we do tend to be... Um, aware of things, of of movement, postural patterns in ourselves and in others in a way that most people aren't. So I'm not saying we're bringing um, monastery life back to Tai Chi, but we're bringing an aspect of awareness that might be missing.
1: um, Well, exactly. And and Tai Chi is actually supposed to be a moving meditation. Mm -hmm. And so the more awareness you can bring to yourself as you're moving – enhances that and that is again you know why my particular teacher is is, is a spectacular example because she really f- uses the opportunity uh of studying tai chi to make everyone pay attention to what they're doing and to improve what they're doing mm-hmm. and, and i wanted to bring up another um benefit mm-hmm. which is a, 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 the idea of tai chi is that you're moving you're your you're, you're have an idea about what you're doing and it moves the energy in your body, which then moves your body now. So what we're essentially doing with Tai Chi is moving energy through it, building energy and coming into balance. And the use of Alexander technique, um, is so wonderful because the way we use our hands is the same way you want to use your hands with Tai Chi, which is opening your joints so the energy mm-hmm. can come through. Right. And so when you communicate with another person that you're not invading their space, but you're simply touching them. With Tai Chi, we touch and push hands with four ounces of pressure. So it's just to listen and feel the other person. So any tension you have in your arms and your hands is going to block that. So when an Alexander Technique teacher can help you then you're going to open more, be able to do the postures better with softer hands and also do the push hands practice with better hands. Mm-hmm. And the, the other marvelous thing is that Alexander Technique teachers know about that partnership from touching other people. And they really uh, were always listening for movement and feeling where the other person is, on their, how they're grounded on their feet and where they are in space. And that's what a Tai Chi practitioner needs to do both with themselves and with another person. So we can help, we can share. So it's not just body mechanics that an Alexander Technique teacher has to offer, but something deeply uh, principled that we can share with the Tai Chi practitioners. We can understand what they're doing and we can join it. Mm -hmm. And we can join it by not changing what they're doing, but enhancing what they're doing.
0: And and of course, most Alexander teachers are not uh, Tai Chi practitioners. Uh, and I assume that you would agree that y- you could, as a Tai Chi practitioner, or teacher or student, you could benefit a lot from working with an Alexander Technique teacher who's never done Tai Chi.
1: Absolutely. There's no requirement for that. Right. Uh, yeah, right. absolutely.
0: Uh, Jano, is there anything else you want to add?
1: Oh, let me think. I guess just something about appreciating the beauty of Tai Chi. Um, that it's it's um, this idea with Alexander Technique of, of opening you, you, sort of your internal landscape, your body, opening up and having your energy flow. Um, and Tai Chi, they're both such beautiful uh, practices and they marry so easily that I feel saddened if any, either, e- either Tai Chi practitioners or Alexander Technique practitioners are closed to the idea that the other modality can help them because it's, to me, it's a marriage made in heaven.
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, just talking briefly to Alexander uh, students and teachers who are listening to this, um, what 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 might be um, some benefits for us in uh, learning uh, either a Tai Chi or some other marsh, some other form of that kind, Aikido, or. Uh, in, in my case, it's Qigong. Um, right,
1: right. They're all I mean, beautiful.
0: Yeah. I mean, how, how, do you, how do you just address the Alexander people in our audience briefly? What, 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 what are some advantages of learning something along those lines?
1: Okay. I have a lot of ideas about that. Um, one is that we all need to move. Um, it's very easy uh, to get um, static, static. You know, hold postures, you know, you're sitting, you're standing or to get oriented towards certain limited movements. You know, even if you practice hands on the back of the chair or lunge or how often do you do that? You know, for yourself, you may be standing and helping other people do it, but you're not necessarily moving yourself. So we all need movement keeps it's healthy for us. Um gets our own energy moving, and then it also helps us empathize with the people that we're helping. So if we're moving and used to moving and and paying attention to our own movement, then we will certainly understand what other people are doing more. Mm-hmm. Um, another side of uh, another aspect is uh, learning to move with another person. So when you practice a martial art, uh, you learn to be responsible for your own body weight and your own movement. Um, and get it going, and then you work with another partner, and so it's it's more dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a more sh- it's not a teacher situation, but it's it's a dynamic interaction back and forth, and boy, you can just learn a lot from that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I think I think I I actually think I'm a better teacher for having for I do a, a very short Tai chi um, gong form every morning. It's about yeah. five minutes, and to me, it just seems like a nice wake up for the day, you know, kind of yeah. gets things moving and and I certainly apply my alexander thinking to it and um yeah. Uh, anything else you want to add before we we uh bring the conversation to uh to a close?
1: No, I think that that was great. I, you know Get me started, I can talk all day. Um, if any would like to anyone would like to speak with me more, they can always contact me
0: yes and 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 uh, our, our, my guest today Jan O'Cohen is a Alexander technique teacher and uh, do you teach Tai Chi as well? Oh yes, I do. So she teaches Tai Chi, she teaches the Alexander technique if you uh, if you're in the Philadelphia area, uh, we'll put a link to her website uh, by the interview. And if you're anywhere else in the world, we'll put a link to a site where you can find an Alexander technique teacher in your area. Jano, thanks so much for being on the show today.
1: Oh, Robert, thanks for having me. I enjoyed our conversation.